So today we're going to be speaking about fasting alone. There are lots of different reasons why somebody might be fasting alone this Ramadan. Maybe you don't live with other Muslims. Maybe you do and they're not able to fast for some reason. But Ramadan is normally seen as something that's very community spirited. So for anybody who is fasting alone, waking up for suhoor when you know the rest of the world may seemingly be asleep can probably feel quite lonely so today we're going to be speaking about how it feels to be fasting alone and for Azana you have your own experiences of fasting alone right? Yes I do so my fasting um, alone is to do with making up the fasts that I previously haven't done over the years um, even though I knew I had to, um, it just it just started to add up, and it came to a point where I was thinking, it's now or never. I'm going to have to do this. Um, and at first, I was like really daunting for me because they were they were lots. They were in the hundreds. Um, and how am I going to possibly do this? And especially the fact that I will be the only person in um in my family waking up for suhoor and doing iftar um every day and also working in a very non-muslim environment um how would i navigate that and at that time i was locoming and i was moving around different places so how would you try and because most of the times that we do socializing we socialize um during lunchtime how was I going to manage all of that? Um, and I will start off with, let you know that how, at first it was okay. Um, I, I, was, I was feeling okay. I was feeling inspired thinking, yes, I can do this. And, uh, but then it came like within a few months, it came to a point where I was thinking, hmm, this doesn't feel great waking up on my own and having nobody um next to me talking to me and feeling that spirit of um sharing in like something community when you have it in during the month of Ramadan I wasn't feeling that and and then when I would go into work uh, my colleagues would often say oh um do you want to um do you want to go for lunch and and I was like, no, I'm fasting. And they're like, you're fasting all the time. Is there a day that you don't fast? And I'm like, yes, but, um, you know, and had to explain myself uh, as to why I'm doing it. Because first it was a question like, well, is it Ramadan? And I was like, no, it's not Ramadan. I just have missed a few, uh, few. I missed um, a fast and I have to make them up. Uh, again, I felt like, the kind of like an odd person um but then I I had to be comfortable with the uncomfortable questions it wasn't it was not an easy journey it didn't it took a long time to get there and to complete but I had to focus on um the reasons why I'm doing it and always having to motivate myself uh having to understand why I'm doing this so let me ask you a question um okay. what kind of support did you feel that you were getting on the home front do you do you live with other muslims do you 
have family that understand what you were doing and why you were doing it? Yes, I, I do. I, I live with my family. I live with my parents and I live with my siblings. Um, do they do they fully understand what I was doing? Yes, they did understand why I was doing it. But was it, um, yeah, in part it was supported. Like when I would come home from work, um, food for iftar was ready. Um, I All I needed to do was warm, warm that up. Uh, but I think that some family members thought I was crazy uh, for actually doing it. They were like, well, it's too many. Why can't you just give some money to something uh, and just accept it as a, you know, like, like that? Or wouldn't it not be like, um, now that it's gone, why, why are you making them up? It doesn't make sense. Um, again, it was like ha having to explain myself even to family members. So it sounds like on the one hand, you had a level of understanding on the home front as to what you were doing. And there were days when you would come home and there was food that you could eat um, for iftar. Were you eating with family or did you end up eating alone given the timing of when you could break your fast? It would be depending on the timing of the fast. So if it was earlier, then I would um, break. So if it was during the winter months in the UK, it would be me breaking um, my fast at work and then coming home and praying there and coming home and eating it. Um, so I would be eating on my own. And if it was later, let's say spring and summertime, then it would be sometimes with family or sometimes on my own. How did you handle Sahur? I imagine at that time it was there was more likelihood that you were waking up alone and eating alone at that hour. Yes, um, it did feel lonely. I'm not going to lie. It felt like a lonely journey. It wasn't an easy uh, journey uh, to share with. But I have to say, in some sense, it did inspire some of my other friends to make up their own fast as well. So I could share it with them and how we were managing uh, the day to day, the emotions around it mm. and the energy levels. And, um, and there were day that I can't say that I fasted like back to back um, because there were months that I would have to take off due to the fact um, my energy levels were dropping and it was affecting my mental health and also my physical health. So I had to take some breaks. So it was all in all, it took nearly two and a half years to complete. But in terms of how I was feeling and doing it on my own, it, it wasn't a, it was a very lonely journey. It wasn't a, a journey that I could share with anybody else. Um, and or say, um, yeah, it wasn't something that I could share with somebody else and waking up on your own and not having families around you like you would during Ramadan it didn't feel I didn't feel that spirit but it was more on a um on a level that it was more on a logical level and I knew that I had to do this but there was like times where I was like kicking myself in some ways like why did I not make it up sooner rather than why am I why have I allowed them to mount up to so much was that connected to the fact that perhaps if you'd done them sooner, you would have had less fasting to do alone? Is that, was yes. that part of the thinking? 
yes, it was definitely part of the thing, part of the thing that it was, um, that I would have to do it less alone. And also the fact that it was, it felt like a never ending journey. Like when is the end journey? Even though I had it in my calendar, like this will be the end journey. Like I broke them down on these days, I will be fasting. And then obviously there's months, uh, there's a, a few times, there's a week in a month I can't fast. So I was trying to break them down, but I was also realizing how much of an impact that was having on my physical and emotional health because obviously when your physical health is impacting your hormones are impacted so your emotional health and your mental health is being impacted at the same time so that also compounded the extra loneliness and extra feeling of goodness how how am I going to do this I can't um, talk to anybody about this and what they what I'm going through because not everybody understands because most people's answer would have been why why do you why are you doing it just stop there's no reason we'll just pay some money or I'm sure Allah will forgive you um, you know and and those kind of answers it was never about well you know keep continuing doing it just take some rest or you know somebody cheering you on um to do that okay so if you were to go through that experience again if you had the ability to rewind time at the point of which you do have you know a sizable number of fasts to make up what things would you change to make that feel less lonely I know that you've already mentioned of course you know, in an ideal scenario, you wouldn't have so many to make up by yourself. You could have, um, with the benefit of hindsight, done some of those earlier. But the reality is, is that so many Muslims will be fasting alone for one reason or another, and that is unavoidable. Mm. So if you could, if you, if you were to go back in time and go through that period again, what things might you be able to do within your own gift to make that feel just a little bit less lonely, to take the pinch out of that emotional and physical and mental drain for you? That is a good question. In terms of feeling the less loneliness is maybe speaking to a friend and say, let's do it together. Like, um, not, you know, like I know that some of my friends haven't um, made up their fasts as well. And it would be just saying, let's just... Um, you know, do it together. And on the days that we can fast together, we'll be fasting together and maybe speaking to each other <laughs> um, um, during suhoor time. Um, when everybody else in. is asleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, having that kind of conversation or, you know, like even doing like a WhatsApp video, even if we're not talking and we're eating, that we're just sharing that moment together. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, uh, and ju- just checking in on each other uh, throughout the day to see how we're, how we're feeling or throughout the week. Yeah, I would just just get a, a buddy to, to do it with. I think that would make it m- make me feel less lonely and less um, feeling of um, God. Nobody, you know, sometimes you feel like, oh, nobody else is doing it and I'm doing it. Am I really a sucker? <laughs> am I am I um, why why am I putting myself through this but you know your why you know you understand that this is something that is owed to Allah um, but there is part of you who wants to give up and it's not a like a community feeling 
but I just think that you sometimes when you don't have that feeling you have to create it yourself so for whatever reason if you're not living with in a Muslim family home um, and you're the only one it's just reaching out to other people and seeing how you can make it more or less lonesome for you. I think there's some really good points there um, Prasanna and what you've really helped me to understand is that just because you come you know you number one you may not live alone and number two you may even be lucky enough to live with other Muslims it doesn't mean that they're going to give you the support that at the level that maybe you would want yeah no I agree um there is there's a part of you that you have to get through that motivation and sometimes it's really important to start doing some self-care work around that Um, and understanding your own body and your own needs and even though I was thinking what if something happened to me and I wouldn't be able to fast what would I do in that circumstances Um, and it was you know it's like a worry in my mind that if something happens and I can't make up these fasts and I still owe a a debt to Allah subhanahu ta'ala what what can I do Um, but the thing is it I have to look at it from a point of view is what else is it impacting? Because it was impacting my salah. I wasn't really fully 100% focused in my salah. It was just becoming very ritualistic. Um, and I needed I needed a break and I needed my energy back. So I took some time out for myself and then, then resumed once my energy levels were um, back up again. And I was feeling a little bit more Uh, able to carry on and even though the number I could have done it within the year I didn't feel like it was a good idea and I took my time with it um, in order to get myself um, continue to be motivated around it otherwise I would have been spent and it, it wouldn't have felt nice it wouldn't have felt great to be able to do something that should be an act of ibadah with with passion and with zeal. Thank you for sharing that, Brazana. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to digest that and understand how some of those some of those things that you've shared might also be common for let's say people who haven't been born into Muslim families and are facing the prospect of fasting alone this Ramadan. So I have had a conversation recently with um, one such friend who wasn't born into a Muslim family and she also lives on her own. And I think there's two interesting dynamics there because living on your own, regardless of whether your family is Muslim or not, will have its challenges around that Mm. in terms of reminding yourself when it's time to pray, reminding yourself when it's time to wake up for Zuhur, reminding yourself to do the night prayers um, or whatever it is that you're trying to juggle alongside your fasting, um, you're in your own space. Some people might actually prefer that. And I don't want it. I don't want us to paint a doom and gloom picture because for some people not being around others when they're fasting, especially if they're feeling drained, can mm-hmm. be a, a bit easier and make the day pass in um a less tiresome way yeah no I I agree because sometimes other people can impact you 
and you need to make sure that you surround yourself what is right for you um again it's it's again it's about um your self-care and what is best for you and how you you as an individual um are able to do the things that you need to do what advice would you give to somebody who is potentially facing the prospect of fasting alone for ramadan whether you know regardless of their circumstance because there could be 101 reasons why you are fasting alone i would say it all depends on your circumstances so if you can if you're completely on your own and you're not living um again if you you're fasting on your own and and you don't want to feel you want to still feel that community feeling and especially now that it's covid you can't we can't really go to the sorry we're in lockdown um we've got lots of restrictions in place um we can't really go to the masjid and have that feeling of uh community feeling and that connection that we have during ramadan um i think that as i said previously is um getting set yourself a buddy and really again ringing them up at the same time as 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 you would when you wake up for suhoor and pretending that you're having um either doing a whatsapp video or a skype call whatever is convenient for you um i think that that makes it easier or like when you need reminders of waking up for suhoor maybe your friend can ring you up and say um it's time for suhoor let's get ready and i'll speak to you in five once you've prepared your suhoor meal and we will um have that you don't necessarily have to talk to each other if you if you're not a very morning person um as long as there's somebody there and then you can physically see um i think that that makes it less lonely um in terms of motivation and keep continuing on doing that again the body system still helps but is also going back to why you are doing it in the first place what is your reason for fasting and for all of us it is to gain um taqwa um in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so i'm just thinking about let's say hmm, suhoor and iftar probably the key um the two key moments of a fasting day and how you could make those feel a little less lonely if you wanted company um i think that's a great idea um to get you know a buddy um either on virtual messaging on a, or on a vc on a video call <clears throat> like you said if, even if you're not a morning person have them you know if it's somebody if it's somebody that is in the same boat as you just have them on vc and go about your own go about your own breakfast preparations and just have that sense that somebody is in it with you somebody's doing somebody's fighting the good fight with you and you both in the struggle together and maybe with iftar depending on of course what time it falls in the evening if it's if it's within your reach there's still an opportunity to drop iftar off for each other at each other's doors right maybe mm-hmm. take it in turns every every now and then to drop off iftar for each other give yourself the opportunity to say hello from a socially distance <laughs> meet yeah now that's a good idea um that's a very good idea because then you know that there is somebody else doing it with you like it's it's a nice feeling that somebody is um doing something for you because sometimes you don't really feel like king something for iftar as well yourself if you're living on your own sometimes it can be 
a bit of a more of a difficult task to do and um and then if somebody else is doing it for you and you are doing it for them then you'll feel a bit more motivated to um do that what if you don't actually have a buddy who's in the same boat how about the people who don't have a buddy that's that's in the same boat in Ramadan and that they can't rely on now that is an a very interesting question. How would you make that more, less lonesome for you? So sometimes what I would do is listen to Quran while I'm preparing my food and and while I'm eating uh, or listen to, uh, put the TV on and listen to a um, an Islamic talk. Um, that would make me feel less lonely because there is some noise in the background. Um, and it's again, you, it's reminders for me as to why I'm doing it in the first place. And I think for me, that was the main motivation of, um, continuing to do it because when I was at work, it did feel lonely because I was continuing on doing my work. And the only time I took break was to read Salah and the rest of my colleagues would go and eat food and they would have, um, this bond that I didn't feel I could because I even when you're like a new person in that environment and you've not really been able to socialize with anybody unless you take breaks together um, so yeah so how I that was my always my motivation was to is going back to the reason why I was doing it in the first place it doesn't get rid of the loneliness but it's also reminding myself that Allah is with me he is with me so I'm not 100% alone um even though like everybody else might be not be fasting or doing the things that I'm doing um but he is still there for me that was always at the back of my mind and continue to um be able to move forward with with what I was doing do you think that depending on whether your personality is more introverted or extroverted will have an impact on how fasting alone will actually affect you I think so it does I I'm personally I'm an ambivert but I my default is an introvert so I'm comfortable being on my own as well um but whereas somebody who is an extrovert they they require to be around other people and they need that connect they need that connection more I'm not saying introverts don't um but they do need that um connection around other people so yes I think that it does uh impact you in different ways and different people it impacts different people in different ways so if we go back to the example of how you might handle if there are time if you don't have a buddy say that you can connect with in person or remotely how might an extrovert handle that because I suppose the example that you gave of listening to Quran and being comfortable um, just in your own personal reflection at that time, at that very blessed time, will will be something that you could probably do more easily than other people who may be more extroverted. Mm-hmm. So in the scenario that you, you, you need to feel the company of other people, I actually think there's there's a way to be creative, um, even if you don't have a family or buddies that you can link it 
link in with. And maybe this for me is something I began to think about many years ago, just in general outside of Ramadan, because I've worked in a few different jobs now where I've actually been a remote worker. So I've been, I've not physically been working alongside my teams. And I think as an extroverted person that brings challenges, but I learned to make, I learned to create my own opportunities wherever I was. So mm. if I, if I popped to the supermarket after work, I genuinely enjoyed the conversation that I had um, with the cashier mm. when I was leaving. And when I was on my way back home, um, you would generally, and if you're in your, if you're in an area that is, you know, your own local community, then you do happen to see people, even if you don't know their names, you see neighbors mm. that you might recognize from a distance and you wave to them. And I think, you know, if you've got the means, there's also an opportunity for you. And, and, and I know this probably sounds really intimidating and daunting for some people, but for some personalities, I think, um, it's really well suited for them to really put themselves out there and join a group of volunteers that they've never met before, never worked with before. Um, and there are so, there, there will be lots of um, community level groups that are, that are organized by Muslims who are out there to, let's say, feed the homeless or to do drop-offs at the local hospital for sick mm. children, or there may be other things that your local masjid is organizing and yeah being alone doesn't mean that you have to feel lonely and mm. I guess the takeaway is is depending on what works for you whether you you know without meaning to pigeonhole people as extroverts or introverts um, depending on your personality and what you're comfortable with you could try putting yourself out there and volunteering in the local community with Muslims, yeah. non-Muslims or both. Um, and who, regardless of who you're around, you can you can create a community spirit. And mm. likewise, if you are someone who enjoys your own time, then this is a perfect opportunity to really take, take a moment for yourself to really strengthen your understanding of how your relationship is with Allah in a way that you you can do on an interest in on an introspective level. No, I agree. Those are really some really good points. And especially the one where if you're an extrovert, um, it doesn't necessarily mean you need to be an extrovert, even if you're an introvert or whatever your personality type is like. But um having um creating your own sense of community and in your own way is the is the way you should go forward because it's what how you feel and what will make you feel either less lonely or however it'll make you feel being part of something um during this time if you don't live with anybody else and don't have that community feel so this is something i actually did last year i was i was thinking about my quran goals and i am generally a slow reader and when i'm fasting I am even more slow because I become very lethargic when I'm fasting. It's not my strong point, let's just say that much. And I knew that the possibility of me letting that goal slide was 
very high. So the way that I tackled that was by telling myself that, hey, I'm not going to do this alone because I'm an extrovert and I get energy from being around other people. In COVID, of course, being around other people wasn't possible, nor was, nor was it sensible. So I created a virtual group of people who I knew were working towards a very similar goal to me. I purposefully didn't reach out to people who I know Quran reading is a strong point for them in Ramadan mm-hmm. because I needed to find people that were at a similar level than, as me so we could work towards the same goal without feeling inadequate alongside mm-hmm. each other. So this is something that um, I did last year. We did daily check-ins with each other and it was very it was really effective because it wasn't one of those, um, thankfully, one of those groups that gets bombarded with spam. We had, you know, housekeeping rules of this is our focus. Everybody's really busy juggling other goals. Please respect mm. everybody's time that we are here for a very specific objective mm. and we need to support each other with that and not burden each other with any other messaging. No, that's that's a really good point. And, and it doesn't have to be around Quran, right? Because... yeah. It could just be purely about fasting because we talk about Ramadan in a way where maybe lots of our hopes and dreams surface. And for lots of people, that can be quite overwhelming as, you know, there might be some Mm. excitement, but then that can quickly become overwhelming. So if we we wind that back to, you know, the core goal of fasting, you could just have set up a group for yourself where it's, a small pool of people who are actually fasting alone maybe in, in the same boat mm-hmm. as you yeah it's it's it is definitely preparing beforehand as well uh, let's say you don't have any connections within the community maybe you can do, go online somehow and um form a facebook group in that way or see if there is already a facebook group um that has um for people who are fasting alone i have a suggestion for, for zana Mm-hmm. I think you hit the nail on the head there where you said not everybody will know somebody. And I think that's the really important thing. Not everybody will know lots of people that are fasting alone. How about you and I create a telegram group for Muslims fasting alone in the UK this Ramadan, fixed period of time for a very fixed objective, not because you're an introvert or an extrovert, but simply because you just want a bit of company. Yeah, that sounds good. And we can include a link to the group in the show notes. And hopefully if we if we manage to get the word out through word of mouth, then people who want company will be able to find it. Yes, inshallah. That sounds like a really good idea. I think that it will... Um, provide another outlet and means and especially sometimes people um, get busy and can forget at least there is a link and that is something is available and that they'll know there is something there for them have you got any final words you'd like to share with people who might be let's say potentially facing their first ramadan fasting alone i would say to them it, it is not an easy thing to do um, especially if it's your first time fasting and doing it alone. And I would say, try and reach out to other people because communication is key because sometimes we, um, everybody lives in their own world and forgets because um, we're so busy and we're so absorbed in so many other things that we can 
often not be so mindful uh, about other people and how they might be feeling. So it's it's about taking that responsibility and reaching out to somebody else and saying, look, this is my first Ramadan um, and I feel like I will need some support around um, fasting. And, and I was wondering if you would be willing to be my buddy. I think just to put it out there, even if you know zero Muslims, hmm. but you have someone in your life who yes. you know is on your front row, who supports you and accepts you for who you are, if you had no other options, I still think there's so much value in allowing yourself to put yourself out there a little bit and saying, hey, this is something that I am going to be doing for the next month and I am committed to it. It would be really awesome if you could be my cheerleader and drop me a message every morning or every evening, whichever one works for you. And to just give me that little reminder that I'm doing a great job and I, I need to keep going yeah I think that that is that is something that we need to be looking into whoever is in your support circle and support network just reach out to them thank you Rosanna that was another great discussion let's get that telegram group set up and we will link it in the show notes okay. assalamu alaikum Marina and I will see you next time Welcome, Salam, Rosanna thank you so much